0: Up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. That's 800-405-2561.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, live from the West Coast, It's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Fascinating. For over 30 years, and still, your inside look into boxing and mixed martial arts. What the hell's going on out here? Heard live around the world, and brought to you by the World Boxing Organization. Yeah. And now, live from the Ring Talk Studios in San Francisco, here's the host of the longest-running fight show... In history.
0: Down goes Frazier. Down goes Frazier.
1: And Foreman is as poised as can be. Pedro Fernandez.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, of course, emanating from the Sports Byline Studios in the City by the Bay, San Francisco, California. Of course, the manual's correct. My name is Pedro Fernandez. I've been doing this a bit 34 years now. So if you'd like to join me today as we discuss UFC 220, of course, the World Heavyweight Championship of MMA. I'm talking about Stippe Miocic, Cleveland, Ohio, baby. He's only lost one fight. He has an avenge. I'm talking about the World Heavyweight Champion, Stippe Miocic, coming out, of course, against the the killer, the undefeated, no, take that back, once beaten Francis Eganu, of course, Eganu, a big knockout puncher. Supposedly they're gonna destroy stimulus, according to a lot of people. Yeah, right. We'll see what happens tonight. But we'll hear from both guys. We'll hear from uh, we'll hear from we'll hear from my man Kyle Kingsbury as well. We'll have a bit of fun this hour talking USC 220 and a little boxing as well. You can join me on the toll-free. And when I say toll-free, I mean it's free. It won't cost you anything to join in. one 800 878 play That's one 800 878 7529 Of course, the guilt-free no commitment text line. 415 275 One six one three, The guilt-free, no-commitment text line, once again, 415-275-1613. So, we've got MMA on pay-per-view. We've got MMA tonight as far as Bellator 192, of course. Rampage Jackson taking on Chael Sonnen. Should Should I be interested? No, I'm not interested. Neither should you, probably. Sorry, Bellator, this one sort of sucks. I don't care if it's free or not. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide.
0: The
3: new year is here, and it's time to honor those resolutions to look your best. Dr. Edward Domanskis brings decades of experience as a plastic surgeon to help you where you need it most. Abdominal etching, gynecomastia, calf implants, facial surgery, hair restoration, and more. You can see the incredible results at lookbestforless.com. Serving clients in California, Florida, Europe, and the Caribbean, Dr. Domanskis has appeared on Good Morning America and worked with multiple Olympic teams and the U.S. Army, and he can help you. Go to lookbestforless.com. That's lookbestforless.com. Love daily fantasy, but tired of being stuck on the sidelines?
4: We have some great news. Now you can make picks live when the game is on TV, compete against other sports fans, and if you're right, win real cash and get to talk trash. Winview Games is a live sports prediction app that is sweeping the nation, and it's super easy to play. During the game, props are sent straight to your phone. You can compete in tournament-style contests that are available every quarter. Winview also has a $12,500 jackpot during the NFL playoffs called The Perfect Game. It's a winner-take-all prize if you get each prop right during the quarter. So, put your sports obsession to better use. Go to winviewgames.com slash predict to start cashing in on your sports IQ. That's winviewgames.com slash predict. $20 first-time depositors get a $20 playthrough match. Winview Games. When the game is on, it's on.
5: Dog, I don't mind being the underdog because I like shutting people up, you know. And I I believe people start betting against me and they lose a lot of money. The only times I have people come up to me and say, "What's wrong, man?" Like I lost a lot of money on you. I bet against you. I'm like, "Oh, sorry. Next time you should bet again for me." So nothing's gonna change. So,
4: are you surprised you're the betting
5: underdog? No, I'm used to it. I mean, used to every fight.
4: And Francis, you uh, interrupted Stipe earlier. You, you you think that he's intimidated by you? You think he's lying when he says he's not?
6: Of course, he's really intimidated. He know what's gonna happen. I I know he's just making he's just making proud there. Yeah, like yes, I'm I'm the charm. I'm this. I'm that. But he know the guy that he's gonna fight. He know that he's gonna be the fight that he never had in his career.
3: Stipe, you agree with that?
5: I guess so. Uh, oh, whatever. Where he says. Sure. I'm intimidated. Awesome.
1: Okay, and and, and Francis, why did you let D.C. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. You want to take a chance
2: on that? Punk out the heavyweight champion of the world. I kid you not, Mister Underdog, Mister Roddy Dangerfield. He gets no respect. I'm talking about the guy from Cleveland, Ohio, the part-time volunteer fireman out there in a the suburb of Cleveland, of uh, uh, Columbus, Ohio. Of course, Skip Miocic. He's defeated uh, the one guy, one of the two guys who've beaten him. Of course, Junior Dos Santos knocked him out. Of course, the other fighters that had defeated him. Stefan Struve, really not in the upper echelon of the heavyweight division right now, as far as the UFC or the world of MMA at large. Um, right now. All about Francis Ngannou. Of course, the once-beaten heavyweight, of course, originally out of Africa, now uh, builds his home as Paris, now living in Las Vegas. But, of course, five years ago, homeless on the streets of Paris. Mm, Basically a boxer, a broken-down boxer, couldn't make any money. And, you know, turned his attention to the world of mixed martial arts. And four years later, he's fighting for the World Heavyweight Championship. Now, either he's the most gifted guy, either he's the next MMA god, or or he's, he's a sacrificial lamb. It's one or the other, because you can't have it both ways. Either he's the guy, and he's going to knock out Stip Miocic and capture the World Heavyweight Championship. Of course, to live up to the uh, the power punching that he's displayed at that, at that training session in Las Vegas where he punches harder than any human on the planet, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Or, 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 he's the guy that was thrown in too soon. He's the guy that was all about hype. He was the guy that was knocking guys out, but he was knocking guys out with glass jaws. I mean, you look at some of the guys that he's knocked out, uh, you know, Alister Overeem, Mr. Glass Jaw, especially when you hit him with a punch he doesn't see. And what Ungano N- does is he throws uppercuts, uppercuts, and hooks. And hooks you don't see and uppercuts you don't see. Those are the reason why those punches are so devastating. I mean, they're killer punches, no doubt about it. But if you don't see the punch coming at you, that's the punch that does the damage. I mean, Larry Holmes was on my show a couple of weeks ago. The former world heavyweight champion out of Eastern Pennsylvania, and he and I talked about the fact that I every punch I saw coming at me, I could take. Every punch. Okay? Every single punch. But the punches I didn't see coming at me, bam, like the hooks coming around the side or the uppercuts underneath, those punches hurt because you don't see them coming and bang, the element of surprise. You're not you're not you're not tightened up, you're not ready to take that punch like you would if it was coming at you, you could see it. So it's the element of surprise, and when you have the element of surprise in the world of combat sports, the end result is one guy usually ends up being uh, horizontal. I think that this fight will end early tonight. I don't think this is a five-round fight, five five-minute rounds between these two guys. I don't think that Ungano could go five five-minute rounds if he wanted to. I think those muscles he carries are heavy, and I think the fact that, as I said, he's blown out a lot of guys. Got to give him credit. Got to give him props. I mean, you know, I mean, he's a rage. He's. I mean, we'll hear that. You know, here's Stip miochik talking about the fact that the USC, he believes the USC wants Francis to win and that Francis has signed this big uh, contract with some, some, some big company where he's, he's pushing drinks and all kinds of stuff. I kid you not. So Francis is the hot ticket right now. But that all can come to an end tonight if Stip Miochik steps up and does what he's supposed to do. And what i say does what he's supposed to do because he is the world heavyweight champion. When you are the champion... Your job is to, f- to defend that title. Now, in the world of the u s c because they do death match after death match after death match, defending your title <clears throat> on more than one occasion, is uh, it's against the odds. Let me tell you like this. The world record for the USC heavyweight title defenses is three. That's going to be the record, because it's tied at two. A couple of guys have got a couple of defenses. Nobody has three. I kid you not. So, if Stip Miochi gets his third win tonight, it upsets Big Francis, okay, it'll be a stunner for the oddsmen. Obviously, again, they've been wrong each time they've put Miochuk up as the underdog against Junior Dos Santos, I mean, against uh, Fabrice for Verdum. For Everybody he's faced in the upper echelon of the heavyweight division, he has been the underdog. And I can't get it. I don't get it. Because he goes out there, he finishes guys, he works on guys, he's disciplined. Listen, this is not this is not, how can I put this, this is not a B-rated guy here. This is not some guy that that you're going to come in and bowl over with a bowling ball, like he's a bowling pin or something like that, or, <sighs> or breathe hard enough on him, he's going to fall over. Stip Miocic oh, is a real deal. And I'm a little ticked off over the fact that he's uh, so disrespected, and he really is. And I hope tonight that he steps up. I think he's got the ability. I think that Francis is going to be uh, realizing, you know, this is for the heavyweight championship of the world now, and you're not fighting some guy with a glass jaw. You're fighting a guy that knows how to tuck his chin in a little bit, a, little guy, a guy that went to the National Golden Gloves. So he's got some advantages when it comes to boxing. I'm talking about Stip Miocic. Yeah, yeah, Ngannou's got some boxing in his background as well. But, but he wasn't in the Nationals. He didn't win the championship here. He won Golden Gloves. we will talk about Stip Miocic. Stip is a bad, bad boxer. Could have made it as a boxer, but he went back to MMA, and that's where he you know, obviously became the World Heavyweight Champion. Stip Miocic, as I said, twice beaten. Once those losses, one of those losses, he's avenged already. And, of course, Francis Ingano the once-beaten monster. Of course, originally from Africa, uh, via Paris, and now Las Vegas. The bottom line is they're going to rumble tonight. In the main event, USC 220, it starts at 10 p.m. Eastern time. That's on pay-per-view, 7 o'clock Pacific time. Of course, if I were you, I would go to a sports bar or maybe a strip joint or something like that and watch the fight for 5 or 10 bucks. The reason why I say that is that although I think the World Heavyweight Championship is worth a lot, I don't know if I want to pump down 70 bucks just to watch that one fight when I can watch it on... Maybe YouTube like an hour later, you know, 70 bucks an hour. Yeah. anyway, Danny Cormet is in the cool feature. Remember Danny Cormet? last time he was on the show? He was crying. <laughs> yeah, he was crying because John Jones knocked him out. Right. So all of a sudden he loses the championship. And then they say, hey, guess what? You're champion again because John Jones was on steroids. Yeah. Okay. Uh, John Jones was on steroids. So I'm champion again. And the fight never took place. And that knockout, that I was knocked out and didn't know where I was, and walking around the octagon, blah, 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 when my brain scrambled, none of that ever took place? No, none of that ever took place. Oh, okay, okay. Well, then then I'm supposed to forget the fact that the last time I was in the octagon, I was knocked out, and I was like you know, a loser? I'm supposed to forget that? It? it never happened, David, Daniel. It never happened. Don't worry about it. It just never, ever happened. So when you defend your title tonight, against Volkan Osmer, okay, just realize you're the champion. You're the champion. No, you're the fake champion. You're the paper champion. You're a chump. In fact, I think that you've got more balls than anybody I know, Daniel Cormier. I hate to call you out like this, but I am. You come back. You get knocked out. Dana White gives you back the belt, and you take it? No, you should have took a bout for the vacant belt. You can't have the belt back after John Jones knocked you into another world. And into another time zone and took it away from him. I don't care if he was on steroids or not. The bottom line is that title should be vacant. As far as Vulcan's concerned, he's a big time early knockout puncher. In other words, he's got to get you early. I think he's one of those guys that will live and die by the knockout. If he doesn't get uh, Danny Cormay early, I think it's a long, in the long run, Cormay will wear him down and take him out probably in the four, uh, third or the fourth, maybe the fifth round. I kid you not. When it goes late into these fights with these uh, punchers, these guys that score these first and second round knockouts like Vulcan and Francis, when they get late into the fight, things happen, baby. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check it, you're inside. Look the world of boxing. We're talking mixed martial arts, of course, USC 220, just a few hours away. And of course, Bellator 192. I'm talking about Chael Sonnen and Clinton Rampage Jackson. They're going to be doing it on a free TV tonight, so you can watch that on a free TV or the pay per view event. I recommend pay per view. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide unheralded upstart heavyweight champion of the UFC Stip Miocic
1: Stip Miocic is the man he he put Cleveland on the map before anybody else did and you gotta give him credit for that I think uh, he's gonna be fun to watch just like I was talking about with musical chairs in, in the middleweight division he's really made the heavyweight division an exciting time right now
8: Ladies and gentlemen, referee Dan Murgliano has called a stop to this contest at 1 minute, 42 seconds of the very first round. Declared the winner, my knockout, Francis the Predator, and God, oh. My
9: man, there can be no doubt now. There can be no doubt now, you are absolutely the number one contender. You just knocked the number one contender out cold with an absolutely spectacular knockout. How do you feel
6: right now? I'm feeling very good, very good. And then um, I'm on my way to the title shot, so I got it Because uh, then I would say after the, the winner would win the title shot, so I, I think I got it. Tonight. Oh no, you got a title shot. Yes.
9: Now you will now be most likely receiving a shot at the heavyweight title. Give us your thoughts on a matchup between you and the heavyweight champion, Steve Miocic.
6: Yes, I'm ready for that. I'm ready than ever, I was. I bet you are, sir. Congratulations on a spectacular performance. Hey, I, I get one more, I get one more thing. First of all, I want to thank everybody here. I want to thank my uh, opening. We'll make the fight happen. He gives me, me the chance. And then uh, I didn't uh, need thankful for that.
2: And yeah, enough of this guy mumbling, my... okay? The bottom line is you probably won't know who Francis Nugano is tomorrow morning. I kid you not. Stip Miocic is looking to knock him out tonight. In fact, I give Francis all the props. If he wins tonight, he will have um, proved me wrong. And, of course, proved Stip Miocic wrong and proved the Osmakers right. The oddsmakers haven't been right when it comes to semiotic fights, so I'm going to go with the oddsmakers and the fact that they've been wrong so many times before that I think that they'll be wrong now. Now, as far as that uh, light heavyweight title fight on the car is concerned, of course, I'm all pumped up about that. Why? Because <clears throat> I think that the time has come for Cormier at 38, 39 years old, a two-time Olympian, a four-time national champion as a wrestler. I think it's time for him to move on. I think he's been a great, great fighter. I mean, he hasn't been spectacular, but he's beaten guys like Frank Mir and Josh Barnett. And he was a strike force Grand Prix Tournament champion there for a while. So you've got to give him all kinds of props. No doubt about that. And the only guy he hasn't been able to beat was John Jones. So there's no, no disgrace and no shame in that, okay? What I'm trying to say, though, he's old. He's soft. Um, Anderson Silva showed the key to beating him, was hitting him in the body. He kicked him one time in the body. He almost fell down. I'm talking about Daniel Cormier. But Silva, who took the fight on like less than three hours notice, I kid you not, he, he, he decided to take the fight at the way in the day before when John Jones tested positive for some funny stuff. Anyway, the bottom line is Anderson Silva came real close there to knocking out Daniel Cormier, but he couldn't smell the blood. There was all this blood in the water, but he was such an old shark that his nose wasn't working anymore. So <clears throat> the inability to smell the blood, he didn't know how to go after it. He couldn't go after it. it wasn't in the shape to go after him. Bottom line is he lost a three-round decision. But Cormier there, that was the blueprint to be Daniel Cormier of mine, no doubt about it. The other fighters on the card, not a, really a whole lot of big names out here. Enrique Bar- Barzola and Matt Bessette are going to fight on Fight Pass. The fight card starts on Fox Sports One at five o'clock Pacific on I mean this eight o'clock Eastern time. With one, two, three, four, five fights. Uh, looks like yeah, no, no females on this card. Interesting, no females on the card. So we'll hear a little, hear a little bit later about Stip Miocic, of course, and how he feels about this big heavyweight title fight. And then of course, Francis Ngannou, the 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 man that the man that can't be beaten. He can be beaten. He's been beaten once already by a guy a lot less, uh, a guy with a lot less ability than Stip Miocic. So what I'm trying to say is that Joe Rogan and Dana White and all these guys, they can pump him all they want. And if he wins, more power to him. I mean, you know, their, their dream came true. But if he doesn't win and he gets flattened, and he's ended up like a piece of MMA rubble sitting in the middle of that octagon after Stip Miocic walks away with his hands raised, don't be surprised because Miocic, as I said, one of the most unheralded, underrated fighters in the history of mixed martial arts. Open phone lines around the planet. We're talking mixed martial arts MMA. We can talk boxing if you want. one eight hundred eight seven eight. 878 play That's one 800 878 I Might as well get to the my good old sponsor. I'm talking about, man, the World Boxing Organization. Paco Vaca, so of course, the Francisco Paco Vaca. So Paco's his nickname. Uh, he was in Nicaragua this week, of course, to work with the WBO Kids Drug-Free Program. And of course, he uh, also presented a WBO championship belt to a former champion, Adonis Rivas. And, 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 and. I'm trying to get Paco on the show because, you know, the phone lines of Puerto Rico are bad, and he's got a BlackBerry still and all that kind of good stuff. And, yeah, you know, we're trying to get Paco on the show. We tried to get it last week, and the phone lines were bad, so we're going to try to get it for tomorrow. But Paco Vaucarcel, he's our man, no doubt about that. If you can follow the WBO in full on their website, WBOboxing.com, or check him out on Facebook, the bottom line is, the WBO is in a class by itself when it comes to sanctioning bodies. And I'm not the only one that says that. My adversary at one point in time, and my good friend now, I'm talking about referee Pat Russell, he feels the same way. 1 800 878 play. That's 1 800 878 7529. How about that guilfree text line? Speaking of the free text line, I'll go to the free text line right now. But the number is 415 275 1613. That's 415 275 one, six, one, three. And Reggie says me, you're blowing on Me Miochik Francis is the real deal. He's a god. You know, <clears throat> listen, gods don't come along too often, okay? In boxing, you know, there's like Muhammad Ali, maybe Roberto Duran, mm, maybe Sugar Ray Leonard, but not, the gods just don't come along too often, okay? And people talk about this guy being a god. Why? Because he can punch hard. Nobody knows how if he can take a punch. Nobody's hit him on his chin. Nobody's tested that chin. Nobody's clipped him on that chin yet. So, I mean, how can... See, like Ernie Shavers. We had Ernie on the show a couple months back, of course. He released a book, The Hardest Hitter in the History of the Heavyweight Division. George Foreman told me that, uh, although he never fought Ernie Shavers. But George Foreman told me that. Larry Holmes told me that. Muhammad Ali told me that. And Ron Lyle told me that. So those three heavyweights told me that he was the hardest puncher in the history of heavyweight boxing, according to their... Uh, own personal interactions with him. So <clears throat> what i try to say is he was the hardest hitter of all time, but he didn't win the championship. He knocked Larry down, but he didn't win the fifth. And, and he, he wasn't the winner. He didn't win the fight. He rattled Muhammad Ali really bad, probably uh, pushed Ali further into the world of CTE and stuff like that. I mean, because he pounded Ali like like a bongo drum, man. Boom, 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 boom. Those right hands were hurting, no doubt about it. Him and Norton, I think, did the most damage on Muhammad Ali, in my opinion as far as the fights were concerned, as far as his career was concerned. Uh, the Shavers fight and the, wow, and, and the Norton fights, of course, especially the, the third Norton fight that took a hell of a lot out of Ali. And I don't know if I told you the story or not, but <clears throat> Muhammad Ali and myself and Larry Holmes and Ken Norton, and I want to say it was George Formick, yeah, because Joe Frazier wasn't there. For some reason, Joe didn't figure into this mix we were doing back about 15 years ago. Anyway, we got these guys together in Sacramento, California, and Ali and, and Norton was there, and Norton really had a bad attitude, a bad chip on his shoulder. Of course, he, his, his son is the uh, now the Seattle Seahawks coach. He was the Oakland Raiders coach last year, and then last week he was the, the SF 49ers coach, but he signed with the Seahawks since last week. So the bottom line is Ken Norton Jr., good football player, no doubt about that in his time now, a good coach, but I tried to get to him and tell him about his father and the fact that you know, his father held this grudge against Muhammad Ali. He had this chip on his shoulder like his entire life. After those fights, after that third fight in Yankee Stadium, you know, I, when I was with when I was with him in uh, in Miami, when New Year's Eve, I think it was about nineteen ninety nine, two 1999, because two thousand, I was here in the city. So I think it was nineteen ninety nine. We were in uh, in Little Havana down there in Miami. Okay, and Ken Norton was there, and he and I spent the weekend there with Harold Smith and the promotion. We had a boxing card that night and things like that. But you know, I remember him. Can I put this, he, he, he hated Ali. It was just, it was absolute hate. I mean, it was, uh, uh, I mean, you couldn't, if you brought up Ali or if you brought up heavyweight history, if you brought up heavyweight history with Ken, Ken Norton, you want to stay on his good side? Don't talk about Muhammad Ali. Talk about Joe Frazier and George Foreman and this guy and that guy and Joe Lewis. And, but you mention Ali and he gets mad, he gets bitter and he gets mean, he gets mad, okay? So I realized that, I knew what was happening. So we're together in Sacramento, California, and Ali's doing the little tricks. He's got some, some little magic magic tricks he's doing with the handkerchief and that kind of good stuff. Pretty cool, okay? He's doing that for some kids, and we're having a good time. And Norton's looking at him, and Norton's got this, this jealous look on his face. And why is he jealous? Because nobody wants to talk to Ken Norton. Everybody wants to enamor and, and, and stand around Muhammad Ali and take pictures with with Muhammad Ali. Nobody's asking to take pictures with Ken Norton. And I'm watching this and I'm studying this. You know, I'm seeing, I realize what was going on. And George Foreman realized it and not realized it. He just stepped back. He just let Ali do his thing. He let Ali be the man. He just let it go on. He knew what was happening. Ali is in a world of his own. But Ken Norton could never accept that. He just couldn't accept it. I mean, it wasn't going to happen. And you know what I said to him? I said, Ken, man, you got you, you to give this up, man. You got to get that chip off your shoulder, man. You know, MF, you know, whoa, 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 whoa. So anyway, I backed off on that one. So what I'm trying to tell you is when we got together in Sacramento, California, I remember driving Harold up there. Um, It was a car dealership, put together a lot of money for us to do this. And I was presenting this. I was the MC per se. And, you know, it was sort of cool. All these champions got to introduce them all one at a time. But before we went up on the stage, we're in this sort of like this green room, you know, where they gave us like. Champagne. I wasn't drinking champagne, but champagne and stuff like that for the champ. Oh, well, you know all kinds of good stuff. Any perks. Anyway, um, Ali's standing there. I'm standing with him and I'm gonna I'm, Ali's behind me and I'm gonna walk out onto the stage and, and, and bring these guys out one at a time, and Ali's number one, okay? And then Norton's like number three or four, I forget which number he was in in, in the list. Anyway, so Ali and Norton are standing there and, and Norton looks at Ali and he's giving him hard looks. And I wanna to say to him, Damn, Ken, I felt like slapping him. I wanted to slap man, come on, grow up. And Ali says to him, hey, champ, you know that third fight? You probably got the best of it that night. There was a moment of silence. And all of a sudden, Ken Norton starts crying right then and there. I kid you not. He couldn't believe it. He couldn't believe that Ali finally admitted that he had lost that fight and that Ken Norton deserved to win that fight. Ken Norton was crying that night. He was in his late 50s. What a, what a, he was a class act that night. From that night forward, he was class. But before that, he was crass. We'll talk about the late, great Ken Norton. Talking USC 220 after the break. You tune to Rink Talk live worldwide, baby.
3: I don't know, man, I guess. I, I don't know. the new year is here, and it's time to honor those resolutions to look your best. Dr. Edward Domanskis brings decades of experience as a plastic surgeon to help you where you need it most. Abdominal etching, gynecomastia, calf implants, facial surgery, hair restoration, and more. You can see the incredible results at lookbestforless.com. Serving clients in California, Florida, Europe, and the Caribbean, Dr. Domanskis has appeared on Good Morning America and worked with multiple Olympic teams and the U.S. Army, and he can help you. Go to lookbestforless.com. That's lookbestforless.com. Love daily fantasy, but tired of being stuck
4: on the sidelines? We have some great news. Now you can make picks live when the game is on TV, compete against other sports fans, and if you're right, win real cash and get to talk trash. Winview Games is a live sports prediction app that is sweeping the nation, and it's super easy to play. During the game, props are sent straight to your phone. You can compete in tournament-style contests that are available every quarter. Winview also has a $12,500 jackpot during the NFL playoffs called The Perfect Game. It's a winner-take-all prize if you get each prop right during the quarter. So put your sports obsession to better use. Go to winviewgames.com predict to start cashing in on your sports IQ. That's winviewgames.com predict. $20 first-time depositors get a $20 playthrough match. Winview Games. When the game is on, it's on.
3: Every home repair or improvement project should start with a pro you know you can trust. That's why for over 15 years, homeowners have trusted HomeAdvisor. HomeAdvisor is a very easy way to find a home contractor, and for me,
1: it's the only way. You can use HomeAdvisor for everything. Your house cleaning, your painting.
3: Electricians, plumbers, handymen. We've had nothing but fabulous every single time. HomeAdvisor is a totally free service that instantly connects you with top-rated pros who have passed criminal and financial background checks. Knowing that they have had
9: the background checks and that they're vetted absolutely gives me a sense of security.
3: Plus, HomeAdvisor's true cost guide helps you get a fair price by showing you the cost of similar jobs in your
1: area. HomeAdvisor is a total solution to any type of work you would ever want to do around your house. And best of all, it's completely free.
3: Go to HomeAdvisor.com or download the free app.
1: HomeAdvisor. Here comes the decision now. Let's listen.
6: I grew up in Cameroon. I was a kid, like everyone, with a dream. Just a dream to become somebody. Just a dream to have my own place in the world. But when you are somewhere where you're not allowed to dream, everything that you dream about, it just seemed like crazy. At the time, it sounds very far. It sounds unbelievable. Today when I when I think about it again, I'm just like, I did it, man. You know, it's incredible. I'm here to become the number one, to become the greatest.
9: A Cameroonian with a dream, Francis Ngano.
6: I'm here to become the champ.
9: When Francis Ngano faced Alistair Overeen, there were many questions. Alistair Overeem had been a K-1 Grand Prix champion. He had won the Strike Force heavyweight title. He had won the Dream heavyweight title. He was one of the most skillful and experienced heavyweights ever. Arguably, the most highly decorated striker in the history of the heavyweight division. And Francis Ngannou blasted Alistair Overeem into orbit with one punch. Oh! Down goes the Reem! Francis Ngannou! When we saw that, you realize that the hype is real. This is not just any heavyweight contender. He's a real, unusual person. He was homeless just a few years ago. Five years ago, walks into an MMA gym, has virtually no traditional martial arts training. Five years later, is the scariest man in the history of the sport. Big hammer fist, this could end quickly. That's it. Hit it is all over. We're dealing with a guy who is capable of knocking any heavyweight in the world unconscious with one punch that connects. I oh! oh
1: hit it oh my it's all God. over.
9: You're talking about a young man who is possessed. He believes it is his destiny to be the UFC heavyweight champ of the world, and one man stands in front of him. And that man is Stepe Miocic. I'm excited for him. You know, he's gonna shot,
5: but as long as I'm here, no one's gonna be champ.
9: He is fighting a man in the champion, Stepe Miocic, who has gone through the ranks, worked hard to become champion. He's a guy who earned everything through blood and sweat and determination. Everything's earned, not given. I'm the best in the world. I'm the champ for a reason, and I can beat anyone at end the best day. The champion, Stepe Miocic, is on a tear right now. He's coming off of four first-round knockouts in a row. He knocked out Andrei Arlovsky in the first round.
5: Arlovsky's hurt! This could be it's
9: it! It is it. it.
5: all
1: over!
9: Wow. Wow. What? Won the title off of Fabrizio Verdum in the first round.
1: Oh! And he got that's it! It is all over! I test.
0: I'm a work
9: champ! Stopped Alistair Overeem in the first round. Big shots! He's out. He's out. Hit Hit it is all over! And stop junior Dos Santos in the rematch in the first round. Oh! oh Down goes Dos Santos! Bay That's it! That's it. That's Steve it's Bicic retains his UFC heavyweight title! Too easy! Too f-ing easy! The path to the UFC heavyweight title still goes through Cleveland, Ohio! The champion is in his prime form. He is absolutely right now in the peak of his ability and he firmly believes that he has the skill, the knowledge, and the experience to handle the storm that Francis Ngannou brings to the Octagon.
5: I'm gonna take things in my hands because I have the best coach in the world. We have a great game plan walking in, and I'm gonna use that game plan and walk out champ.
6: Stipe is the champ. He had two successful titles to defend, but for me, I don't feel like he's the best. They need the new blood to change the team up. I'm here, man.
5: He has no idea what he's in for, he's gonna find out. When people underestimate to me, they find out that they're looking up at me and looking at the lights. Oh
6: my! He slapped
5: him! This is one
9: of those fights where Stipe can't make any mistakes. The
5: margin of error for this fight is extremely thin. We're both dangerous to any part of the fight. We both go for the kill. Stipe
9: Miocic looking for the quick finish, and he's got it! It got him! Knocks Olovsky down!
5: That is it! We both know what it takes to take someone out, and, you know, someone's going out, and it's not going to be me.
1: Big right hand from Stipe Miocic. This fight is over.
5: My champion mentality is the reason why I got there. And so, me being champ, I'm going to show him why I'm the champ. I'm going to walk out belt still wrapped around my waist.
6: Uh, We're getting close to the goal know the Trump out, oh!
1: become the Trump. You got
2: two of the most dangerous men walking the face of God's green earth, going into this
9: octagon. This is one of the most highly anticipated heavyweight fights in the history of the sport. And on January 20th, we're going to find out if a new
6: king will rise.
9: We might be staring at a future UFC heavyweight champion, Francis Ngannou, ladies and gentlemen.
6: The biggest win of my career is coming.
9: Aging Stepe Miacic Francis Ngannou is
8: coming.
6: Now is my time.
1: Declaim the winner by knockout, and again, champion. John Jones of the returned
9: in spectacular fashion to defeat Daniel Cormier. I want to take this time to thank
6: Daniel Cormier for being my biggest rival and motivator. He is a true champion for the rest of his life.
9: Then Jones tested positive for performance-enhancing drugs. He disqualified himself by taking a steroid
2: before the fight, so it didn't happen. So now uh, I get the belt back, which is the right
9: thing to do. And I'm not only saying that because it's me. It's the right thing to do. Now Daniel Cormier faces one of the most formidable knockout artists in the division in Volkan Ozdemir.
2: With the I am so excited about this fight because I feel as though after July 29th, there was a stench. I can't get rid of it until I go and I fight to get my hand raised again.
9: And there's the tap. Looks like a it. tap. It's it. And wow. still, Daniel Cormier has done wow. it. Wow. This is a very strange position for Daniel. He has to defend not just his light heavyweight title, but defend his position as a winner. You take a lot in losses. You learn a lot about yourself in losses, and I learned a lot on July 29th. Right hand over the top, he's feeling it. Oh, he caught him. Without a doubt, we are going to see a better, stronger Daniel Cormier heading into this fight with Volkan Ozdemir. A man on a mission to shut down this young upstart. Short wrestler, tall striker, good takedown by the champion. I'm more motivated now
2: than I've been in a really long time, and I'm going to show that against Volkan Ozdemir, and I hope to dominate
9: him in the Boston TD Garden arena. Daniel Cormier just like that! Volkan Ozdemir believes that he has the opportunity to surpass both Daniel Cormier and John Jones and become the greatest light heavyweight champion ever.
6: I know that I can beat everybody. I just want to be a champion, and uh, I just want to make my people proud.
9: He came into the octagon on short notice and fought Ovin St. Preux, beat him. Flurry from Ustamir, working downstairs for the body then starched Misha Sirkonov, and then starched Jimmy Manoa. Two spectacular first-round KOs. Huge punches. Uzdemir heard him.
1: Awesome. Oh! Uzdemir oh, pushes him out. out. he's wow. out. does it again!
6: The knockout comes really easily and I'm not looking for it, but uh, I know I have really strong hand and I have uh, good accuracy and uh, good timing too, so the knockout comes always fast.
9: He's getting a shot at the title like that in a very deep division, but he's so good and so scary that no one's complaining. Everyone wants to see this fight. He's earned his title shot, but
2: one punch is not enough. A puncher's chance doesn't get it done against a guy like me.
1: Daniel Cormier, winner by submission.
2: We are just hours away, of course, from USC 220. Man, it's like six, seven hours away, of course, from the pay-per-view card. I'll be probably watching at eh, one of our local sports bars. Maybe Ricky's over in San Leandro. Not sure yet, but I am not going to spend 70 bucks to watch this on pay-per-view at home. It means I could probably watch it on the internet at home, like in Chinese or in Russian or something like that. But, you know, I really want to get into the atmosphere, so I'll probably go to a sports bar. I recommend you do the same thing. Hey, I want to say hi to my God, the godfather of uh, Athens, Greece, of boxing, baby. Lachis Christel is listening, of course, from Athens. We want to give Athens all the props. And, of course, Lachis is the man down there. Just celebrated a wedding anniversary a couple weeks ago. Congratulations to him. Bottom line is, this is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. I'm going to go to some guilt-free texts in a couple of minutes, but you can join me on the toll free if you like. i have got a few minutes left. 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7529. Of course, the guilt-free text line is 415-275-1613. That's 415-275-1613. Guess what? Stip Miocic, he doesn't think the UFC wants him to win this fight.
5: You didn't fight in the second half of this year? Was that a, a planned move or what, why didn't we see you in the second half of this year? I don't, know, don't think there really any, any challengers, really. Yeah, there wasn't really anyone to fight, and I was a little beat up, too, from the JDS fight. You know, he kicked me pretty good in that leg. So, yeah, just healing up a little bit, and then just let everything else play out. Did you, last year, you were very active. Did you have a preference? Did you kind of like being having some time off this year, or is your preference to stay very active? I don't mind time off. I mean, I got to enjoy my summer, you know, get a tan, cut my lawn, you know, good stuff. So, yeah, I don't mind it, I mind it at all, so... And, I mean, I think I know how you're going to answer this, but it, the UFC has, has taken a very keen interest in Francis for obvious reasons, and they've always said complimentary things about you as well, but do you ever feel like uh, maybe the UFC wouldn't mind seeing, seeing another big Francis knockout on, in, in Boston? Well, I think everyone does, but it ain't going to happen, I can tell you that. I mean, you <laughs> can do it to someone else, but it ain't going to happen to me. Uh, no, I mean, it, listen, man, he knocked that over pretty good. I mean, good for him, you know. It, it was a great, great knockout, but ain't going to happen if we fight on January 20th. I mean, sorry, but it's not going to happen. I'm not going to put myself in that position. I'm not going to put my head in the lane either.
2: I'm telling you, Stip Miocic is very confident, folks, entering tonight's fight. No doubt about it. Of course, Nganu, of course, the confident challenger. No doubt about that. He thinks his punching power is unequaled and it's awesome and all that kind of good stuff. But like I said before, you know, I told you about Sonny Napopo. Was it Sonny Napopo? I think his name was Sonny, was Sonny Napopo. Something like that. Samoan dude. And he was a killer. He was just, I mean, he was run, knocking everybody out in the gym, knocking everybody out in fights early on. I mean, he was a Samoan puncher, 140 pounds. So I was his amateur equivalent. I was a Golden Glove champion at the time. And they put me in with him. And, you know, they, they, I remember Chris Gomez telling me, watch him. Watch him. And that means you know, just stay on top of things. Stay up, be observant. You know, this, this you want to keep your, 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 all your senses up there and this and that. And I went out there and, and I, I toyed around him a little bit and moved around, and he started hitting me in the arms. He was hitting hard. I mean, he was, trying to, he was trying to hit as hard as he could, no doubt about that, right? So I basically, when he came in close, I tied him up, and then we broke apart and I pushed him away. And when he pushed away, I gave him a little something to go away with and this and that. So after about a round and a half, I noticed he was getting tired. And that's when I stepped it up. I mean, you start sucking wind against me, baby. I'm going to open a can of ass whoop and spray you from head to toe. That's just what I did, okay? And that took care of him. What I'm trying to tell you is he was the hardest puncher in the gym. So was, hey, Felix, the jawbreaker Gonzalez. You can look up his record on boxrec.com. He was California lightweight champion. He was knocking out everybody, everybody. I mean, they called him the jawbreaker, this big left hook He, had. he was knocking people dead in the gym, right? I broke his jaw. Yeah, that 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 took care of that. I broke I broke his jaw, so he was sort of basically finished in boxing from that point forward. The jawbreaker got his jaw broken by an amateur in the gym with 14 ounce gloves on. So well, I guess I was cracking pretty hard, either that or his mouth was hanging. One or the other. What I'm trying to tell you is big punchers, you've got to connect with that big punch. And a lot of times, big punchers have this one, one, uh, one punch mindset. In other words, I could just land the one punch. I could just land the one punch. But in the meantime, the guy's adding up points on you. Bop, 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 He's adding up all these points, and guess what? That one punch, if it doesn't land, if you don't knock your guy out, you're going to lose big time, and that's where I see this fight going tonight. Francis Nugano, I wish you the very best luck, but I think Stip Miocic is going to light you up like a Cleveland white, like a Cleveland Christmas tree, I kid you not. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking into the world of boxing. SB Nation, Sports Byline Radio, of course, coming to you live. Hey, this is Tower of Power saying... You ought to be having fun. You
1: Call now for your free face-to-face consultation. 800-813-9940. 800-813-9940. 800-813-9940. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. That is just a fact of life.
2: Check it, baby. 57 and a half minutes past hour. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide, Saturday edition, of course, one twenty seven eighteen. January 20, 2018. God, two thousand eighteen. I'm having a problem saying that. But the bottom line is the heavyweight championship of the world as far as mixed martial arts on the line tonight. Showtime pay-per-view is gonna take hey, it back. Uh uh UFC pay-per-view starts at 10 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 o'clock Pacific Time. Stip Miocic and Francis Ngannou in the main event. Of course, Chael Sonne in the mouth that roared, and Clinton Rampage Jackson, the ketchup addict, they will be getting it on in free television as well. So what I'm trying to tell you is if you're a mixed martial arts fan, a couple things to watch tonight. And of course, you have no money and you're broke. Like a lot of people, go to the internet, try to find a site and watch the fight on the site somewhere. I'm not advocating you can steal anything, but if you can watch a fight in free and it's from Finland or in Greece or something like that, who cares? Bottom line is you need to listen to the words. You need to watch the picture. Bottom line is Ring Talk Live Worldwide airs each and every Saturday at 11 a.m. Pacific time for an hour. And of course, Sunday, the Sunday show, 11 a.m. Pacific time, again, It airs for two hours, an hour of boxing and an hour of mixed martial arts, of course. And don't forget, we rock each and every Saturday night at 10 p.m. Pacific time, 1 a.m. Eastern time, Sunday morning. Johnny Taco and his all-stars take over the world, of course, sports. And they, they do their thing with Seth Meyers and a whole lot of comedians. They have a whole lot of good times. Saturday nights at 10 o'clock, right here on the Sports Byline SB Nation Radio Network. Bottom line is this is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. I thank you so much for tuning in tonight. Of course, tonight, this afternoon, this evening, good morning, wherever you happen to be listening to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, be it in the continental United States or around the world. I thank you so much for spending some time with me. So, next time, keep your hands up, keep your chin down. Most importantly, you forget Sports Byline and RingTalk.com, baby.